0: Welcome to Somebody You Love, or The Sale of Two Titties. I'm Jenna Love. And I'm Holly Hart. And we're experts in disappointing our parents, breaching community guidelines, and banging the people who vote against our rights. Before we get into things, we'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording
1: today. So I'm on Darug and Gundungurra land. And I'm on the land of the Ngunnawal people. We'd like to pay our respects to any elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. We also want to make it clear up front that we can only speak from our own experiences.
0: Yeah, the sex working community is incredibly diverse, which is one of the best things about it, I think. But as white cis women, we have a lot of privileges within the industry, and we're simply not able to speak to the stigma and the discrimination that is faced by our peers who find themselves really in those intersections of the
1: margins. We will obviously be discussing adult topics, so this podcast may not be suitable for those under the age of 18.
0: And also, neither of us is the type to shy away from difficult subjects, so we'll likely cover some some sensitive stuff as well, but we will do our best to warn you in those situations.
1: So, Jenna, does the world need two more white women talking about themselves and laughing at their own jokes?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Mm. Uh, No. But... Uh, I think we need it. We're millennials. I feel like it is a rite of passage,
1: a coming of age experience for the millennial. Yeah, it's very on trend as well. And we're just trying to keep Mm, up with these modern trends, you know. Um, We're getting old. We are getting old. We've got to keep young somehow. Uh, It is our hope, though, that if anyone other than our mums listens to this podcast.
0: Although we do kind of hope our mums don't
1: listen to it, I I think. I really hope she doesn't. I bet you mine
0: does, honestly. Mm. She's Joy. so keen for it. Yeah.
1: Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> that eventually we can use it as a platform to share the voices that represent the diversity of the community in which we are, the sex work community.
0: But then I guess if no one does listen to it, then it will just be you and me sitting here talking to each other for no reason, which is pretty much exactly what we do now all the time.
1: Yeah, stand it. So, Let's no um, change. you know. We can roll with that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, right. can
0: work with that. Let's do it. Let's do it. We thought it made sense in our first episode that we tell you the origin story of the podcast. But first, it might be helpful for you to know who we are. Now, while we're assuming that most people listening to this already know who we are and are just like our friends, um, you know, we hope maybe there's a couple of you out there who are listening who have no idea who we are. So we shall explain. Uh, (laughs) Holly and I, I'm Jenna, are both full-service sex workers in Australia. So the term full-service... Basically means that we do the sex. We do the sex. We also do a we do the sex. Mm-hmm. We also do a hell of a, a lot of other things. Um, and sex isn't necessarily always a part of what we do. Uh, we'll talk about that much more as the podcast continues. But basically, full service means the doing of
1: the sexing. Excellent. Uh, I'm Holly. I live and work in Canberra, only Canberra. I do not tour. Canberra is the nation's capital. Um, I have experience working as a stripper in brothels and for about the past five or six years I've been a completely independent private escort. And you worked uh, reception in brothels as well? I've done it all. I've done reception in brothels, management in strip clubs. I've done a little bit of everything. I've always been interested in the sex industry so I've done a lot of sex industry adjacent work sex work adjacent you know stuff inching my way towards my dream I haven't done any of that sort of stuff you just jumped straight into it though whereas you know I sort of danced around it for years going can I can I you know dance being the operative Dan- word oh a pun not really it's just
0: dance. oh we've done it <laughs> we've made our first pun. oh god oh shit we haven't even got into the body of the podcast mm. uh well i live in the blue mountains which is west of sydney uh i work at home i also tour and work in different cities around the country i've worked in brothels a couple of times briefly uh but now i only work independently on top of the full-service sex work, I also do online sex work. So I'm a content creator, which is the uh, 2020s way of saying, basically,
1: I, I make and sell my own porn. woo That's something I haven't done yet, yet, being the Ooh. operative word. Ooh. Who knows? Who that's, knows? Oh,
0: that's exciting. Oh, okay. no, no. no. Okay. Don't, okay. don't, don't cool. get anyone's
1: hopes up uh, or fears up. Uh, <laughs> I uh live with my three cats and a dog. It is a zoo. I have gone one cat too far. I'm self-confessed uh <laughs> accidental animal hoarder. Um I love yeah. them. It's, it's only I don't like it's only because the
0: the final cat you got is a bit of a situation. He
1: is a real jerk. Um you know, I love him <laughs> to pieces obviously and I wouldn't I would never part with him, but, yeah, it's it's a lot to keep up with. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a good life. Um, and you, Jenna, what's your living situation? Yeah.
0: Well, I live with my husband who's currently half a metre away from me and actually, we just celebrated our 12th anniversary on the weekend. Ooh, so that's congratulations. a bit cute. Yay. Oh, thank you. We just sat on the couch and ate takeout. True romance. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, and we live with our cat, just the one for now. <laughs> um, again, for now. For now. Uh, I'm hopeful, yeah. always hopeful. Yeah, always, uh, I'm also
1: polyamorous, and I assume that that will come up in the future. Sure I'm sure. It will. Fascinating. Uh, we're both in our early 30s. Use the pronouns she and her, and are pansexual. Yeah, Samesies. Samezies twins. We, samesies. Mm.
0: We do have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Patreon, and our name in all of those places is Somebody You Pod which is because somebody you love wasn't available in all of them and I went for consistency. It's a bit weird. I don't know what somebody you pod means. It sounds like some kind of move or a, don't know. I like it. it. Maybe it's like a euphemism. I love the consistency. It is what it is. yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Uh, our Patreon starts at $3 a month, $3 Australian per month. Um, and at this point we've just set that up because we're looking to cover the costs that are associated with starting up a podcast. Um, but who knows where we will go with that.
1: I think that's uh, about all you need to know for intros. Uh, let's actually move on to starting the show.
0: Finally, let's do it. Woohoo. Okay. So quite a while ago now would have been early 2020, um, I was approached by BuzzFeed Australia to do some video interviews with them. They were putting together these two videos. One was Never Have I Ever with sex workers. And one was something like questions you've always wanted to ask sex workers or whatever. And it was just covering, you know, the standard questions we always get a million times. Um, And uh, so the videos were just featured me, Charlie Ford and Violet Devine. So three Aussie sex workers um and uh yeah they were they were good little videos i thought we'll we'll pop them in the show notes so you can have a look if you want yeah you don't have to but yeah there's some laughs in there and some dogs which is always good um but a friend of mine pointed out to me that they had been shared on facebook which i didn't realize i thought buzzfeed had only shared them on youtube uh usually facebook is pretty uh, about sex work stuff so i just didn't think they would have been shared there but my friend pointed out that they had been, and that there were thousands of comments on them, and I had no idea. So I we were out at the pub, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go home. I need to go. I need to go read all of these comments." Um, and I went home, and I read not all of them because there were so many, but a few of the comments, and it was wild. It was you out are of one control. One brave woman. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. It was, it's <laughs> yes. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, mm. and I think this is the thing. Like being a sex worker on the internet um we deal with so much crap oh yeah, um, and that's I'm not necessarily complaining about that but that's just the reality of of being open as a sex worker on the internet and there's kind of different environments we face so if you if you go onto Twitter for instance, there's a lot. A lot of the sex industry is on Twitter, which is basically, I think, just because nipples are allowed there. Yes. Sort of. Yes. Uh, so we just we're like, well, we have the nipples. Here's our so place to show them. End up yeah. there. This yeah. is where they are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that can be a fairly sex work friendly space. But, you know, being the nature of Twitter is that people only have a certain amount of characters to write what they're thinking. So there's always arguments and explosions and blah, blah, blah. So that can be a really, like, hostile space. But mm. at the same time, there's a lot of, like, sex industry support. Definitely. Then you go say, yeah, then you could say onto Reddit, um, which is, uh, from the Australian perspective, it's very kind of Americanized. It's quite... It's not very supportive of sex work. It tends to be very, ah, uh, human trafficking, blah, 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 conflating, you know, yeah, consensual sex work with human trafficking, which is a whole episode that I want to dive that's, into. It's a big one, yeah. Yeah, but wherever you go on the internet, you're going to get like a different type of person that you you're do. combating. You get with, different like,
1: demographics, you get different yes, interests, yeah. different overlaps and, and mm. uh, yeah, different battles. And because... <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. And
0: because Facebook uh, is quite anti-anything related to sex or anything, um, mm-hmm. I sort of hadn't had the battle with that kind of audience before. And then I was introduced to them all with these thousands of comments from, um, you know, people clutching pearls. Yeah, what and a lovely way to it meet them.
1: Was, yeah.
0: Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a lovely introduction. Sweet. Um, and just... It was hilarious. Like the, co- it was just yeah. It was this this user base that I didn't know about basically because I'm I live in a fairly sheltered world. <laughs> Most of my friends either work in the theatre or in the sex industry, so everyone's pretty fucking chill. Yeah. Um. So to suddenly be, you know, re- like to have my face and my words put in front of
1: these um mothers from southern america like it was that's what i was going to mention is that you know having had Mm. to scroll through the comments myself and Ava mentioned it to you at the time uh was that it was very obvious to me having a look at a lot of the profiles that were negative that they were from uh, regions of america which was interesting because it was a buzzfeed Mm -hmm. australia video um but a a lot of the comments were skewed from america which i I suppose you tend to see very strongly different uh or differing views on sex work than you do from a lot of australians Mm. Obviously there's going to be, you know, different groups within different countries, but I suppose because of the legalisation of Australian or sex work mm. within Australia, it tends to be a lot more progressive, whereas in the US, because of their laws, it, there does seem to be a lot more, um, you know, as we call it, whorephobia, a lot more fear Oops. and shame involved with this industry. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people were really coming for you guys in those comments in a variety yeah. of different ways, and it was uh, yeah. eye-opening, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was really intense. I mean, I loved it because I, I quite enjoy playing with the trolls. Yeah. You do um, love the trolls. Got, I know you do. I do. I love them. And I've got a few pet trolls that I keep around <laughs> oh, and they wow. pop up every now and then I'm like, Oh honey, Oh, here we go again. <laughs> like I quite, I'm quite a fan of them. But anyway, so the point is I was reacting to all these comments. I was, I was responding to all of them because I, you know, not many people are in a position to be able to respond under their name and their face. And I am. So I do. Um, and then it was just out there were so many of them that I was like, I'm gonna do like a reaction video because I love you know those like celebrities read mean tweets love videos. Them. I love those things. Yeah. I love people reading awful shit said about them. I don't know what that says about me, but I'm into
1: it. <laughs> well it breaks down the, so, the, the fear of it, the anger of it, doesn't it? It yeah, just ridicules. You're right. It does. It. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're spot on. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. Um but
0: yeah, so I decided to do a live Twitter video where I was reacting to um all of these comments in, in live time, real time. That's what live is. I don't know why I just explained to you guys what live is, but there we go. Uh so then that's where Holly comes into the story.
1: It's me. Uh, So I received an inquiry somewhere around that time from a lovely gentleman called Darren, which may or may not be his real name. Hint, it's not. Obviously isn't. It's definitely not. (laughs) Uh, He uh, asked me if I do um, uh, femdom, which is basically uh, dominatrix style or light, you know, dominatrix style activities. I'm definitely not a dominatrix. That is a whole other topic. We should get one on our show one day um, oh, yes, we they should. are absolutely fascinating individuals people who work in in that side of uh the industry i'm definitely not trained to that standard uh but sometimes i will happily you know um uh, inflict some some fear onto someone if that's what they really want. Mm. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this individual and boy, do they want it? Boy, oh, is there a market for there it? There really is. And yes. uh, it t- I remember my first one. We'll, we'll talk about all that sort of stuff one day. But um, it took me mm. a lot to hype myself up to it. So it, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to to be mean yes. to someone because naturally, I don't think I think don't think a lot it's of not sex workers. I do are, much no, at all. I think we mm. generally sex workers are very compassionate people. So to yes. to to make yeah. someone uh, or to exert power over somebody is, is a big thing uh, so yeah so Darren got in touch uh, he asked if he could be a footstool for the duration of a session of two hours and uh, during that time I would uh, watch tv or read a book or something which sounded wonderful to me uh, didn't believe he was legit at first but he came through he was legit and actually an absolutely wonderful guy really likable person um but yeah he didn't want to be spoken to for the whole session um yeah that was basically the the gist of it um he and had you done anything like that before not that definitely not footstool i have never had a human piece of furniture before uh Mm. i have had you know slaves which is another type of um uh, sort of light Dom thing uh, where they basically serve you and do housework for you and things like that mm. all another thing to discuss uh, you know in, in another show but uh, yeah this was my first piece of human furniture as he calls himself which was really cool um, and very these are always really fascinating bookings obviously we love the GFE thing um, I love to do a girlfriend experience I love to I'm a naturally super affectionate person. But I also like when someone comes in and throws me something totally left field. Oh, and the variety is one of the best things of our job. Absolutely. That's one of my favourite parts of it. It was really, really exciting to say this is going to be something I've never done before and and, and give it a shot. Um, I think he had a great time. So on the day I was getting ready, doing my makeup and I noticed that Jenna had her uh, live reactions coming up. And so I put that on in the background while I was doing my makeup and continued to play it. Uh, Then he, um, Darren turned up and I thought, oh, I better put it away and I thought, oh, well, no, that's, he really wants me to be entertained and do something that I'm amused by while he's here. So I kept, uh, I kept the live going in the background and used him as a footstool while I giggled away at Jenna's reactions, which were actually hilarious. And he just had to sit there and act totally unamused while I was laughing uh, at Jenna's um, video. So that was really cool um yeah so how long was that booking that was two hours um yeah yeah. and i think he was happy and i was certainly very happy i had a great time um yeah then i heard from him then i think you were coming to do a tour um a few months later and i heard from him to ask whether uh he could do that with both of us basically um so yeah i think he must have been quite enamored or or intrigued by (laughs) You and uh, certainly yeah, by my voice, by basically. your voice. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, there. That's interesting. You know, yeah. focused on being furniture for my feet, and he heard your mm. voice and thought, "She sounds like a woman I want to be a footstool for." Which was, uh, yeah. you know, I can see the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so he asked whether he could, uh, yeah, be a footstool for both of us and mm. serve us drinks for yeah. an afternoon, and we. What was your thoughts when I asked you about it, Jenna? You did.
0: Well, yeah. So Holly contacted me and said, "Oh, look, I know this isn't the sort of thing you normally do, and and I'm like far less of a dom than even Holly is. Who and Holly isn't a dom. Um, it's very, very rare for me to do any kind of dominant services, and when I do, it's only ever with people with regulars and people I'm really comfortable with. So, um, but what she described. She was like, you know, it is. It's a there's a power play involved, but it he literally just wants to be a footstool. And I think I don't know. I don't know if I knew what a f- like. This sounds ridiculous, but I don't know if I knew what a footstool was because. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't. Well, I don't know. Like I don't have one. I don't think I've ever had. I kind of Googled it and was like, what? I don't know. I was. I just wasn't familiar
1: with that particular. Piece Very of endearing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it I just it seems I'm just self-explanatory. Not I'm not going to, to pick on you, but like, yeah, <laughs> look, it does. Yeah, okay,
0: I'll give you that. Sorry. But I just, yeah, okay. I couldn't get a picture of it in my head, uh, and then I looked at a picture and I was like, yes, it is. Uh, it's what it says on the box. Cool. Um, and yeah, but I was like, well, I know I'm not. I'm not a dom, but I, I mean, sure. Are you sure? Is that we literally just sit there and. Have put our feet up. That's how I felt you when sure I heard from him. What, I thought, you know, really? Yeah. Well, I
1: don't know how much detail we want to go into on this podcast, but I said to him, do you mm. want any release at the end of it? And he said yes, to me, yeah. no, not at all. Um, mm. I don't want you to touch me at all, basically. And mm. I thought, okay, unusual. And then I met him and I really wanted to because I wasn't allowed to at mm. all. Oh. Yes, oh. the temptation. It, yeah, the fact that I wasn't yes. allowed to, suddenly yeah. I wanted to touch. Of course, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but, yeah, um, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, it sounds, sounds too good to be true. Yeah. Um, but then I... I Absolutely loved it. I really enjoyed myself, and I think a big part of that was because you were there. If I was on my own, I think uh, I would have struggled a little bit. Really, and Hollywood. Yeah, you were helping me too. Because I was, I was saying, "Oh, sorry," and you were like. Don't say sorry. <laughs> that, you know, we where, don't apologise like, oh, yeah, yep. to yep. furniture. No, okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Holly was really talking me through it, which was very, very helpful. Because, <laughs> uh, as she said, it, it's a uh, you know putting yourself in that mindset is is something that not everyone's able to do, and not everyone's kind of got the experience to do. So that's why that was definitely a I bit of a journey so much for much admiration
1: me. For, for proper dons. Yes. It takes it's me a whole too. mindset, the mental. Yeah, I don't think people realise how much goes into it. So no. I've got all the ab- admiration for them. So. Uh, well, I'm yeah, glad you enjoyed it. It was yeah, I did, I did.
0: Yeah, it was you know, and essentially this was what ninety minutes of the two yep. of us sitting on a couch with our feet up, of course. Yeah, um, there was some. There was a little bit of instruction about where we might put our feet and yeah, he selected the footwear occasionally. the footwear. Yeah, he yes. was quite
1: specific in what he wanted with that. Um, Yeah, but yeah, but essentially we were just sitting there chatting. Yes, and my God, did we have a good time? Laughing, we were cackling. (laughs) We were having a good old cackling. And I think we were both. We discussed beforehand that we were both a little bit concerned about whether we'd be able to talk organically with him there, whether we'd feel like, you know, stilted and uncomfortable. But we time flew, and we had a great time. Before you knew it, Mm. we were like, oh God, time's up. Yeah yeah, 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 and
0: then afterwards he like so we had a quick chat with him at the end, which I mean I really he's he, as Holly has said he, he was really lovely and I wanted to chat more to him but our time was up. Um, Super interesting, and he guy. he talked about saying yeah very interesting, yeah. but he uh, he mentioned. That it was really difficult for him to sort of not laugh and to keep a straight face yes, and uh, yeah. not get too involved in our conversation. Yeah, which made us go, oh, maybe it wasn't just us that, that, that was, was interested yeah. <laughs> in what we had to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, like I, I don't know about, I don't know about you, Holly. I imagine you've had this before as well. But I'm constantly having people say to me that I should start a podcast or, oh, have you ever thought about doing a podcast, Jenna? Or I've never had um, it. You people know. never want
1: to hear it. Oh, me you talk. haven't. No. Oh. <laughs> never ever. I think he <laughs> said it at the combo. end of that booking. I think at the end yeah, of that booking like, he said okay. something about it. And and that was the first time I've ever even it's ever even So Well, I
0: like hearing you talk. So You are that's, one that's one person. very kind of you. Two You'd people.
1: be one of few. But uh, but I know you're wonderfully <laughs> well spoken and you've done, done a lot of media stuff and I think people obviously yeah, love yeah. to hear speaking
0: is from you yeah.
1: and it's something comes to you. I I
0: do speak a lot. That is something that I yeah, speaking and sleeping. My yeah. Oh, I love skills. those
1: things. Yeah,
0: um, and sex. But yeah, I've always said no and sex, sleeping, speaking, and sexing—the sex. three S's. We are so
1: good.
0: Um, but yeah, like I've always said no to it because just the thought of taking on yet another project, having something that you have to create and deliver on a schedule, all of that, and having people kind of demanding, I guess, more of my time and more of my whatever um mm-hmm. was just really kind of overwhelming and sounded really draining um but then you and i had this booking together in i think was maybe november last year a good over more than six months ago and suddenly it just clicked for me and i went this is this is something i want to do i want to start a podcast with this person i want to talk to this person regularly and have people listen to it
1: that is a <laughs> massive felt compliment. organic thank
0: you oh yeah No works. Um, It made made sense and I'm somebody like I'm really, I'm very driven by my gut and if something makes sense, I just want to do it. Um, So I was like, babe, can we do it?
1: (laughs) I think, look, if you uh, hadn't asked me, I think if, if other people had suggested to me this idea, I would have gone, oh, that's a lot. Um but um you what people might not know about Jenna is that she's a sucker for punishment. So if there is uh more she can take on than she really needs to, she does. Uh, and so she's just No, my psychologist might be listening. <laughs> this obviously was something that she was really into and I sort of went, Well, okay. And then she just ran with it and, and I'm sort of just, you know, scrambling to keep up with uh with Jenna's level of, of commitment and um no, she's so good at this sort of thing so um oh you know, the love are. fest is disgusting I'm gonna vomit <laughs> Ugh. um but yeah so so that's sort of how we ended up here and um yeah, yeah it's it seems like we're going okay that's apart from story. a few technical difficulties and uh of you course know. <laughs> of course we're getting there it's yeah. essential
0: mm. and I think if anything Darren will probably listen
1: I hope Darren listens I hope so we've got flatted. I think we have one audience maybe member. one day we'll get him on the show oh my god that would be wonderful no no pressure
0: no pressure, but uh that would be very cool. I think he's got interesting things to say. He does. Let's mm. put that on the back burner. Mm. Um, so let's move on to misconception, shall we?
1: Now onto a segment we call misconceptions. Uh very creative title there. Uh basically exploring the misconceptions that, you know, the general public or that we had about the industry before we started, um, and breaking them down a little bit and exploring those. Uh so today Jenna's got our topic, our misconception topic yeah. of the We need to um we need to come up with like a catchy name. <laughs> if anyone has suggestions
0: for a catchy name, throw it at us. But uh, in the meantime, we shall call it Misconceptions. Misconceptions. <laughs> Misconceptions. Oh, I like a song. There you go. I've got a jingle. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, the misconception today, and this is something that I actually overheard an acquaintance of mine saying not that long ago. And I was really taken aback by, even though it's a common misconception, I was really surprised to hear someone, someone young and someone that I know, saying it, which was. Uh, what he said was that you don 't kiss sex workers um, and i 've heard it said as both you don 't kiss sex workers and you don 't go down on sex workers um, yeah so i was I was really uh, surprised because from my
1: perspective, that is very incorrect. Yeah, definitely. That's not uh, how it works in the industry. Um, Obviously, look, there are some sex workers who don't allow kissing or cunnilingus or any variety of things. That's your right within Mm. the industry to determine your own boundaries and what you're comfortable with. Um, There are people who charge extra for certain services. But for the most part, if you're hiring an independent, full-service sex worker, uh, kissing is pretty standard across the board. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's reasonable to say. Generally, um, yeah, definitely not for everyone, mm. but I think it's that's pretty, yeah, pretty standard and and fairly expected from the client perspective. I, I think. Yeah. Um, and to me, thinking that that doesn't happen shows a real fundamental misunderstanding of why people visit sex workers, um, the intimacy needs of humans, and and really the point of our job and and what it is that we do, mm. because I think that. Suggesting that you go to a sex worker and you don't kiss them or go down on them or give them pleasure in any way, uh, sort of suggests that the the purpose for going to a sex worker is just for you to have an orgasm and that's it. Um, Absolutely. And you often hear, I know a few times I've I've spoken to the media a couple of times and they've they often throw in this question which they're weirdly obsessed with, which is, are you afraid of like robot brothels taking over? taking away the the jobs of sex workers basically. Because I know in a couple of countries they've got um, oh, yeah. you know, sex robot robots, brothels sex as a novelty dolls. and great, yeah. bloody awesome. One cool day technology. I'll do one of those yeah. for sure. But uh, no, I have absolutely no fear about that because people don't go to see a human being, they don't spend hundreds of dollars an hour to be with a human being so that they can have an orgasm. Yeah. They spend that money and that time and that energy and effort Because they are looking for intimacy, they're looking for a human connection, they're looking for touch, Um, they're looking to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel desired. Um, So, as much as for some people that doesn't involve kissing or cunnilingus, and that's cool. Mm. But for a lot of people, what they're looking for is connecting with another person, Um, and and Mm. kissing is is a huge
1: part of that. Um, So, to me, a vast proportion, yeah of clients that's what I feel like they're looking for and I feel like um you know obviously there's clients who do just want the wham bam in and out and Mm fine whatever that's totally you know not a problem uh but you know time wise in a booking you know sex is x amount and the the rest of it is really Mm -hmm. connecting and talking and touching and and kissing and that's um you know having that human connection and feeling that um something deeper you know it's not like we're you know uh, any sort of therapist or any sort of anything like that, mm. but just feeling that that innate need that we all have to connect. Um, and kissing yeah. is, is huge of that for a lot of people. Um, in brothels, you know, a, a lot of the time a standard service is um, very, very basic and it doesn't include kissing. And kissing is something that that independently then the workers within the brothel can charge extra for. So it is something that most people uh, see as a, a or sorry, I should say most clients uh, tend to see as a desirable commodity within the, the industry, yes. not yeah. something that they try to Definitely. avoid at all. So, And that's something that I got no information when I worked in
0: brothels and no one told me that, that I should be charging extra oh, for yeah. something like that. Yeah. I just thought everyone else was making out with their clients oh, and apparently... <laughs> I could, have been, no. I could have been upselling, yeah, but anyway, that's one of the reasons I don't want to work there. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. So yeah. that is so foreign to me. Yeah. It is, I do have the occasional client who doesn't want to kiss, um, but oh. it feels really weird. I'm like, oh, you dick's in me <laughs> and we're not kissing. It feels weird. I, I find it really difficult to really, to really connect with somebody when we're just like keeping our faces away from each other. I love to pash,
1: so yeah. particularly with clients, oh, you know, not – uh, not being supposed to kiss them in a brothel was was very strange. Mm. It was like, mm. yeah, yeah, very strange. The other thing that's that's a, a really disturbing thing about that misconception, which. Um, you know, we try not to obviously get offended by things, by these sorts of things. It's just a, you know, part of this industry is that people um, do have their their beliefs that we just try to challenge daily. Um, but the vibe mm-hmm. behind this one that you get is that people think that we're diseased or that we're we're gross, and yeah. that's why you don't want to kiss us. And that's really not the way things work. Um, and it's. Um, that's quite a detrimental part of that that assumption, which is really disappointing. Definitely, yeah, I mean, I'm the grateful. the
0: fact is that where uh, where laws uh, work in the sex workers' favour, where we have decriminalisation and, to a lesser extent, legalisation. Um, Sex workers have consistently lower rates of STI transmission than the general public. Yeah. Um, so, it, if anything, you, you, we're not the ones you've got to be worried about kissing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, yeah, it's just it's a really disappointing um, part of that. Yeah. But you know, I guess then part of what we do is um, in our interactions with the public, we try to pull apart those. You know, misconceptions. Have you got a dog oh, giving you God. a bit of a hard time there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse the French. Look, it's
1: my favourite part about
0: podcasts uh, when I hear little pets in the background. I'm struggling. So I'm personally hoping for that.
1: He, he thinks it's time to go for a walk and he's losing his mind. Yep. So, um, okay. yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. I'm sorry, Hamish.
0: <laughs> for me personally, I actually, like, this is just such a laughable misconception because now... Not everyone listening will know this about me, but I'm a big squirter. Um, and that is something that oh, yeah. I get a lot of clients coming to me. Yes, you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have been yeah, in the lot. splash zone. I have been in the splash a few zone. Times. It's very yes. cool.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I get I get clients who literally don't know anything about me. They just read that I was a squirter and they come to me for that purpose. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I, I, not probably not so much these days. But when I was first starting out, I used to get that a lot. Wow,
1: that's very um,
0: cool. And I was like, all right, well, I'm happy to oblige. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of the clients that I particularly attract are people who who really get off on seeing a woman orgasm, mm-hmm. who get off on seeing a woman squirt, who really, really want to um, experience me experiencing pleasure. So it's not unusual at all for me to have bookings that are 90% of the time the guy going down on me and/or and or fingering and all that sort of yeah. stuff. or um, and, and to the point where sometimes it really just gets too much for me. Yeah. Um, and there have been periods of my life where I've asked my personal partners not to go down on me because it feels like work. Yeah. <laughs> because that actually received which is, it's I know it has been overdone, you know. Of, yeah. yeah, it has. Yeah. And it, I, I've, me laying there and receiving pleasure is just something that is such a huge part of my work. Yeah. That sometimes in my private life I'm like oh can we just fuck yeah I just want to have a normal yes. sex I don't want someone to sit there and go down on me and make sure I'm pleasured until my eyes feel like they're gonna pop out yeah um so the fact that people go oh well people don't go down on sex workers I'm like are oh, you kidding me goodness. I can't stop them from going down Absolutely. on me they're obsessed with going down yeah. on me <laughs> particularly which is probably not the case for everyone no but particularly in my case that's a, a big one I have heard those
1: views reflected elsewhere in the industry right. I have heard you know other workers say that you know that they Found a lot of people just want to go down on them this week, and they're you yeah. know exhausted from that. Um, and mm. so, particularly in your instance where you offer a, a really interesting side effect of that, which is the squirting and <laughs> side <you> know, <laughs> effect. Side effects. <laughs> it may is, include. It is. It's a really <laughs> exciting and fascinating thing for a lot of clients. But I, I have heard mm. it reflected with other workers in the industry. And yeah. um, you know, it's not that people yeah, don't, don't enjoy get me it. Wrong, it's no. not like I
0: don't want to people be exactly. Of yes, course. Yes.
1: But, but sometimes is, the human but it, body just yeah. goes, oh, that's, that's, enough. that's that's enough. That's yeah. enough.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just funny, this idea that no one would ever want oh, to give us pleasure yeah. when that is such a big part of our job.
1: It's wonderful. I mean, it's, it's a great part of our job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. Our clients do want us to have a nice time and they don't want to treat us like a sex yes. doll where they just throw us down and, you know, have their way they want us to have an interactive mutually pleasurable and experience and often it is um and it's a real connection thing like you said and that's really special so total misconception myth busted debunked debunked Now, because this podcast was birthed in Jenna's responses to hate comments, we thought it would be fun to have a segment each episode where we highlight shit that people say, because as I'm sure you're aware that if you have any kind of online presence as a woman, you will have horrible things said to you.
0: Absolutely. Mm. And if you add to that being a sex worker, the vitriol only gets worse. God forbid, if on top of that, you also happen to be not slim or you have a bit of a tummy. Get the pitchforks. Uh, and if you happen, oh, the pitchforks. Get of the course. pitchforks out. Fat yeah. women mm, can't have terrible. them on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and if you happen to have the absolute audacity to pretend to be happy and or confident, I mean, you basically may as well get prepared for regular death threats. That's it. End your career. That's... Leave. Retire. And yep. get off my get internet off face. off my internet, yeah.
1: Internet <laughs> face, Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah uh so yeah we come across a lot of as we mentioned before a lot of trolls and and not even trolls people that just really want us to feel awful yeah, well, i guess that's what a troll kind bitter of is. people but a lot of the time yeah mm. just awful people um Jenna's which i find absolutely fascinating mm. oh i do so yeah i thought i'd uh i'd share a little conversation that happened on twitter which i found very entertaining um so I posted a picture. I don't even know what it was, a mirror selfie it was probably. just a gorgeous picture. Some as basic always. bitch thing. Of course it was gorgeous, yeah. but it, you know. Just a basic ass picture of my body. And um this guy commented, How much to clothe you? <laughs> Warning, close your eyes wide load on display, horrid lack of exercise, <laughs> that's, which, that's I mean, bit. he's not wrong. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is a horrid, horrid lack, lack of, of exercise. exercise. Is, <laughs> it's horrid. It is absolutely horrid, but it's not going to change. <sighs> so I've accepted it. You need to as hard well, relate, buddy. Hard um, here. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I shared that and I said to everyone, warning, because I thought it was hilarious that he was like, warning, (laughs) wide load on display. Like I was expecting a reversing truck sound, you know, (laughs) me, 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 fat chick, (laughs) um, And so he said, warning! I'm a, oh, I said, sorry, I'm a woman whose body doesn't fit this particular man's standard of attractiveness. Avert your eyes, lest they burn at the sight of such imperfection. And then I added, oh, um, and by the way, clothing me will cost $500. I have so much body mass to cover after all you yeah know? I he mean, asked a slim person you could you could clothe at a, at a cheaper yeah, rate definitely but, uh, you know you because so of my fabric. wide load yeah, yeah. Uh, so much fabric yeah. that it's just going to cost hundreds it's, of dollars it's a lot. and i linked my beam it, which if there's anyone here who isn't australian beam it is like australia's version of venmo just an online payment platform um and i will point out that this was a go- over at least a week ago and i have not received that money yet.
1: Yeah, he so can't I've be, be too quote. traumatized by your wild. Can't load, be too you know? traumatized. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah.
0: Um, so he responded with, "Words are the fingers that mold <laughs> the mind of men."
1: What does and that And I, I don't even mean? know.
0: I don't know. But it's oh, it's wild. it's Provocative. It's out there. It is, prov- isn't it? it? The imagery is strong. Yeah. Um, I hope glasses that, that shrink the lard on your bones are on the market soon. I mean, me too. That sounds fucking excellent. Uh, life sure needs them, Invest. especially large people like yourself can look half the size. So yeah, if glasses, if there is anyone out there making glasses yeah. that literally will shrink the lard off my bones, uh, hit me up. Yeah, take my money. Cause I'm up. I'm here for the investment opportunity. 100%. Absolutely. Um, And then, that's right, then I went and looked and saw that he was following me and I was like, oh, honey. So I said someone needs to tell this man that he can unfollow me. (laughs) My fat existence seems to be really upsetting him for some reason, like the poor thing. He can just hit unfollow and then he won't have to deal with it anymore, you know?
1: I I don't know what they (laughs) expect from this. Like, Obviously, like part of it is I just want my words to hurt you. But, like, I I don't know whether he expects you to see this post and go, (gasps) oh, I'm fat. I, I didn't know. I don't know mirrors. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I, I didn't had realise no idea. I wasn't a size six. Like, I, off I oh, go, shit. you know, better buy a treadmill. Yep. I'm not sure what the reaction no, is. No, no, just
0: get a knife and slop and just it, cut
1: off. it off. Oh, yeah, what is this immediate yep. reaction that yep. he expects? <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, right now. So, though, well, I'm actually, he this. has
0: given me some advice, of well, course. Well,
1: thank you. God, lucky. Of course. Yeah.
0: Here we go. So he said, in life, you get choices. You obviously made your choice many spoonfuls a long time ago, and correct. Yes, I have had many, many spoonfuls over my lifetime, Uh, and it has been such a good choice. Uh, And then, in all caps, make the appointment for a health advice assessment. Obesity shortens your life all too soon, which sounds like a disclaimer at the end of one of those like medical ads. Yeah,
1: what would you do (laughs) Authorised by the Australian
0: Government Canberra.
1: Brilliant.
0: And like. I love this obesity shortens your life. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I don't know if it shortens my life as much as being a fucking asshole Absolutely. does. Absolutely.
1: That level of vitriol like if you is going to be doing his heart, yeah, some, his blood pressure, massively. some damage. Yeah. yeah.
0: And at the very least, he's inviting a good punch to the head. Yeah, I mean that's danger. So he's that's that is danger. Yeah. yeah. Absolute danger. Yeah. So um, a, a bunch of people jumped in. Um, I wouldn't say to defend me because I think everybody knew that I wasn't, uh, I certainly wasn't upset by his words. Nah. I weren't sitting there going, oh, no, I'm fat." <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought it was very entertaining. But people jumped in to sort of to join in the anti-trolling, which is really lovely of them. Um, and Leo, who um, is a Melbourne sex worker, Melbourne-based, I should say, um, says, "I'm late to the convo, and I have a feeling that you're a troll," which is amusing because this person is actually uh, a verified, an actual client, supposedly. Of sex so really? Wow. Not, well, supp- yeah, um, apparently, apparently, oh, actually, wow. is, has Imagine seen people. That. So not actually a troll. I mean, not a troll in in the truest sense. Yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah.
1: That he actually has booked yeah. people. Wow, fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's horrifying. So Leo's jumped Very in. Leo seems like a lovely guy. me. Leo seems really lovely. Yeah, um, he does seem. If good. everything goes well, COVID pending, mm. I'll be meeting him in a couple of weeks. Ooh. I look forward yeah. to that. Anyway, so Leo said, on the off chance that you, you are being legit, this is childish and disgusting behaviour from a grown man, which is spot on. And he responded back with, Leo, I'm sorry to offend <laughs> your way of thinking, which, okay, uh, but I'm in charge of my thoughts, correct? You are. I think as a professional in any profession quality is important. Rejects are sold in the bins at the back of the shop. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like this is a whole new level. I'm literally he wants me in the reject like, bin. I, like I'm a human whoa. being, like thanks. Actually I'm a human being. Yeah. Wild. And I thought well first of all, okay, so I'll I'll go at the reject prices. That's fine. You don't have to buy the rejects, babe. Like it, it's all good. There are always people who will. Everyone loves a bargain bin d- discount.
1: Um, Why would you follow and, someone that you is, find so repulsive? I like know, I just don't get it. That you think is literally a, a reject. reject
0: of a human being. Yeah. Like, wow. And then the other thing is, and it's this, I mean, I I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm regularly booked out. I often have waiting lists. Yeah. And it's like I don't think that's. That doesn't fit uh, rejects. I'm not going in the. I'm not going in the bargain, no're doing That's, fine, thanks, like yeah, I yeah. said to him, like don't go into retail, babe, yeah. because you don't have your finger on the pulse. No. like <laughs> you make terrible decisions, yeah. and then I've got one more screenshot that I'm reading uh, out from this. there was plenty more, of course, um, but uh Misha Maxwell, who's another person I haven't met, who seems really lovely, yeah, um, so he he said something on someone's post about oh you're lovely, and the other the other women aren't as kind as you or some shit. And she said, mate, uh, maybe other ladies aren't as kind to you because they can see how rude you are to women online, yes. like what you said to Jenna, for example. 100%. And his response was, give us a break. Oh, you poor thing. I only know quality. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm a sports attic. If you cannot present well, get out of the game. And now, like, there are all sorts of reasons why somebody might use the incorrect word. English may not be their first language. It might be autocorrect. Who knows? Um, But when somebody's being an absolute fucking asshole, I'm going to come at them for that. (laughs) And... um, I'm a, sports, a addict. sports addict instead of addict was presumably the word he yeah. was going for um and misha responded something like yes yes i can i can see that you've come from the attic oh, and i think so you should good. you know go back <laughs> there and i just <laughs> i'm a sports addict he he is an attic yeah. that's he's like just full of old baseballs yeah and, he's definitely and coming I mean, I from the know. attic that's, i don't know anything know, about sport which is because you know horrid lack of exercise the lack of exercise
1: so, it loops around yeah it's a perfect circle. it loops
0: around yeah. we all come back to the beginning yeah. and he was right yeah well so oh what a joy that was that was a good day yeah. for me.
1: to know that would make him sleep well at night he'd feel he'd feel really good well, knowing that he so. was he was right i think he would yeah, f- yeah. yeah. he's done a good thing yeah. hasn't he yeah
0: yeah good man Curing obesity, one yeah. random chick on the internet at a time. Good on him. So I think uh, that brings us to the end. I think we've talked shit
1: long enough. Wow, there we go. That's our first episode of many. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Of many hundreds of many, oh, we'll okay. look back All on right. this day and we'll Oof. wow, we'll be nostalgic. Um, yeah, all right, aiming high. We, cool. <laughs> definitely. Uh, okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, just a reminder that we do have our Patreon, we have our Twitter accounts, Instagram, uh, that will be linked somewhere for you. Yeah, in the show notes. In the show notes, oh, yeah. yep. Uh, we'll be looking for feedback from you guys. We'll have a few questions to, you know, gather some opinions for our next show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Once... Yeah, we'd
0: love to know what you'd like to hear and... Um...
1: yeah Yeah, definitely
0: we'll be we'll be looking for some involvement from you
1: and thanks for joining us here on the uh on the first show and you know keeping us company love you thank
0: you for taking the time to listen to the voices of sex workers please look out for us on twitter instagram and patreon our name everywhere is somebody you pod as in podcast and our patreon starts at just three dollars a month And remember, somebody you love might just be a sex worker.